Appointed in 2001, Nick Purvis is St James's Place's longest-serving fund manager. He's responsible for managing the Equity Income Fund. Nick, welcome to you. Hello, Chris. Nick, given your strict valuation-led approach, the environment for the past couple of years must have been quite a challenge. Do you see any similarities with other periods in your career? You're right, Chris. It has been reasonably challenging. We do need to remind ourselves that stock markets have had a very strong run and have come a long way since the very dark days of 2008-2009. There are some similarities between today and 2007, for example, although we can still today find enough companies in the market which have the valuation criteria that we look for. And do you think the quality of um, companies, particularly in respect of the balance sheet, is better than it was in 2007? Undoubtedly so. Corporate finances have improved somewhat clearly in 2007. There was too much leverage in the system, particularly within the financial sector, and in in some respects in corporates generally. And there's no doubt that balance sheets have improved uh, quite dramatically since that point in time. So what would be an example of, of, of that improved financial strength within a holding in the portfolio? The fund has two holdings in the insurance sector, and there's no doubt Legal and General and Ronsal Alliance. And in both cases, the, the balance sheets have uh, been solidified quite significantly since, uh, since uh, five years ago. And do you still see the market in, in the insurance sector as still being as, uh, as attractive as it has been in past? In parts. I mean, there's no doubt that low interest rates are causing problems from some insurance companies, particularly Ronsal Alliance. Because as you know, in general insurance particularly, the companies do derive a significant portion of their income from their investments. And as interest rates have fallen, so levels of income have fallen with them. I heard you speak in the middle of last year about the improving outlook for for stocks in the healthcare sector. How has that played out and, and what's your current thinking about the opportunity set? You're right. There have been positive uh, developments in the healthcare sector, and uh, to a certain extent, that has been rewarded with rising share prices. We, however, think there's there's more to go for in this area of the market. If you go back uh, a few years, you'll remember that the healthcare sector as a whole went through a difficult time. It faced some pretty significant patent expiries from existing drugs, and also it, it also faced a period of poor research and development productivity. And it's fair to say that over the last few years, management teams have taken some quite successful steps to improve R&D productivity and the number of new drugs being approved by regulators has exceeded a long-run average now for three years in a row. So there are some, some good signs that the companies are putting the problems of, of the past behind them. As I said earlier, that has, to a certain extent, been reflected in higher share prices, although we still think there is more to go for, given where the pipelines of the companies are today. Uh, and does that mean that you felt that Pfizer's bid for Astra un- undervalued the opportunity in that, organiz- in that company? It's difficult to know, for sure, except to say that AstraZeneca, of all the health, large healthcare companies in the world, perhaps today, does have one of the most attractive pipelines at a time when perhaps Pfizer itself is struggling. And so you can absolutely see why it is they wanted to, to, to buy some growth, if you like, through the acquisition of AstraZeneca. And GlaxoSmithKline is changing its portfolio of businesses. Do you feel positive about those changes? The fortunes of the companies in the sectors tend to wax and wane. And it's interesting that actually today, of the two, Glaxo and Astra, 
Glaxo is the one that perhaps is struggling a little more, certainly with its pipeline. The opportunity in Glaxo, in our minds, comes from, as you say, the potential portfolio restructuring. Um, it's held on to its consumer business. These businesses have been changing hands in the sector and do command very high valuations. And it, it may be a source of unrealized value for GlaxoSmithKline shareholders, we'll see. But nevertheless, we think there are steps that the management team can take to realize value in the future. Nick, I wanted to go on to talk about supermarkets, which obviously took a, a, a beating in, in 2014. What's your investment rationale for continuing to hold shares in, in Tesco, particularly after the bounce that we've seen at the beginning of this year? The supermarkets clearly have been very, very topical. The competitive intensity in the industry has ratcheted up a number of notches over the last few years, and that's for two reasons, really. One is because both the existing supermarkets and also the discounters have been adding quite a lot of space at a time when the consumer environment has been quite difficult. And those two factors have combined to create a much more difficult environment in which levels of profitability have declined. Obviously, some of the companies have fared better than others. If you look at Tesco and Morrisons, those two have fared poorly, have not managed to adapt to that change, and have, you know, it's fair to say, lost, lost their way to a certain extent. And the share price falls that you saw in 2014 reflected that you know, as profit expectations have been revised downwards. The question we have to ask ourselves is, you know, given where we are today, do we feel that any potential profit recovery is adequately priced into the shares? And in a nutshell, we don't think that it is. We are realistic enough to accept that profitability in the industry is not going back to where it was five or so years ago. But nevertheless, we think there are some relatively easy steps that the management teams can take to quite drastically improve the performance of the companies from where it is today. And if the management teams do deliver that potential, when we think at today's share prices, there are some scopes of some reasonable gains. Nick, that's really interesting once again. Thank you so much for your time. Pleasure. Thank you very much. Any views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. Where individual securities are mentioned, they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. The value of an investment may fall as well as rise and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.